Welcome to the Superman Confidential Podcast, the podcast all about Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Today we're going to be looking back, I'm Tom, your host, by the way. Uh, today I'm going to be looking back at 2022, Superman in 2022. The big news, the big happenings, all of that stuff. And kind of take a look at what to look forward to in 2023. And basically a, a state of, uh, as of right now, looking back on the year. And what a year it has been, a wild year, um, a really important year, and I don't think we, we quite know yet how important 2022 is to the future of Superman. Uh, the end of the year, I always look back, is Superman in a, a better place or worse place than the character and the mythology was a year ago? And I think we'll, down the line, we'll see how important 2022 is. Don't know how all that's going to work out yet, but maybe the most important year for Superman in a long time. Uh, I guess you could say 2018 was huge also, but for different reasons and I, for a lot of negative reasons in 2018, especially the back half of the year. But I think 2022 is going to be huge for for Superman, and we don't know just how yet. So I'm going to go through roughly chronologically the year, the major news. I know a lot of it's packed at the, the end of the year. I haven't kept up with the ongoing Superman comics for a variety of reasons. Uh, Clark Kent's Superman, secret identity, the dual identity was gone. Uh, there's other Superman flying around out there and uh, it just hasn't interested me. Some things happening towards the end of the year have, have perked up my ears a little bit and got me a little more interested and I might jump back in and maybe catch up on the War World saga and things like that. But I know there was the death of the Justice League announced Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths that's been going on. And the comics have, in, in general, looked really confusing and messy to me with everything's going on with the, the character of Clark Kent specifically. But the whole DC universe in general, there's been this whole push of a multiverse and uh, all sorts of things going on. That make it tough to keep up with if you're somebody who wants to get invested in the universe, wants to dive into and see the characters maybe a certain way. Uh, you know, strict with too strict, I think, with uh, with what I want in Superman. But it's just been so such a departure from that. Um, just and again, I haven't been reading them, so I could be way off the base. But just looking back from where it started, of Clark Kent and Lois Lane at a paper. Uh, going out and stopping bad guys to whatever is going on. It, it's a, so different, and I haven't been able to quite wrap my head around that and, and catch up on everything yet. But I know that's been going on. Some of it does look really interesting, and I know I've heard some good things about it. And like I said, uh, the War World Saga and that kind of stuff, uh, I might check out soon, but I haven't yet. Uh, TV, there's been Superman and Lois Season 2 debuted in January. I think most fans were pretty happy with that. I think it was maybe a slight step down in quality from the first season, but it, it does a lot of really good things. Um, production value, all of that, I think is generally pretty good. Uh, I, as always, I'd like more of a focus on Clark and Lois and characters from the Superman mythology versus a lot of original characters and original. I personally find it a little frustrating, but I know it's doing a lot of things well, and I thought the season two finale was pretty solid, uh, a solid way to wrap it up saw some cool Superman stuff and Superman moments mixed into the season. 
but the big, perhaps the biggest thing to happen to Superman, to DC, to Warner Brothers was finalized in April. April 8th, the Warner Brothers Discovery merger was completed. And this is less than four years after AT&T and Time Warner merged. And I'm, I'm going to be using Time Warner, Warner Brothers, all that sort of interchangeably because we don't have time to do a presentation on all the different media companies. Remember when Warner Media was a thing for a little bit there? Um, so I'm not going to get into that, all of that, but yeah, 20 July of 2018, the AT&T Time Warner merger, and then April 8th of this, of 2022 spinoff and Warner Brothers and Discovery emerged and completed a new company. Um, and this is huge. This is impacting, is going to impact, has impacted, or is going to impact everything related to Superman, the top down for years to come one way or another. And we don't know how yet. I know some people are, are very disappointed in Warner Brothers Discovery merger or uh, some are very excited about it. Um, I'm more wait and see. Uh, there's certainly some things from Warner Brothers Discovery that I haven't liked that they've done and certainly reason for concern. But there is some, some good to come out of it and some encouraging things as well. Uh, I don't want to get too much into the business of this, but I will say the AT&T era, if you will, um, from 2018 to 2022 was maybe the toughest time to be a Superman fan a long time. Uh, I, I don't want to say ever, I'm not going to go back and, and through that, but it, it was a really bummer time to be a Superman fan. And that's not all necessarily directly from the merger. That's not all. I, I'm not here to point fingers at individual people and say who wanted, you know, whose fault that is or, or anything like that, because it's a, big businesses and lots of complex decisions, but just looking at that 2018 to 2022 era and with this end of the year thing, I've kind of was looking back at past years and seeing what was going on in those years. And man, what a, just a dark time, um, <clears throat> as a Superman fan all over, you know, comics, uh, Clark Kent was kind of out, you know, outed, outed his dual identity, uh, sort of replaced as Superman or, and they've got all these other Superman flying, flying around, you know, on the movie side, this was the first time the AT&T era where they actually gave up on making a Superman movie since, since who knows, since before Christopher Reeve was cast as Superman. Uh, you could say that, you know, the most prolonged time without something, a Superman movie or any clarity whatsoever. And I think it's just looking back at the AT&T era, it's just a, a real mess of things. I think they're, they did pump a lot of Superman stuff out there. And I think there were some good intentions there. You know, they finally got moving on an animated series for Superman, uh, Superman and Lois got put into development. They did a lot of different things. There was podcast. I don't, I don't know if that Spotify podcast is still coming or not. I haven't heard any updates on that in a while. They, they did. I think they did make a real effort to, to put Superman and take advantage of Superman in different ways. But the this whole that AT&T era is going to be looked back at a time of half measures and non-committal, uh, an inability to commit to anything when it comes to DC or Superman in particular. Um, you know, the movie side they were scared off by these big budget risky movies, so they went the other way and made no risks and did not focus on the A-list characters. Lower budget movies, uh, lower profile characters, 
that I don't think had the financial rewards that they wanted. When it comes to Superman, you know, lack of clarity there. How, how many back and forth have we had with Henry Cavill in that time? You know, even things like the company not working well as a company, like the Zack Snyder's Justice League, for example, where it seemed pretty clear that HBO Max needed something to boost HBO Max, but Warner Brothers didn't want to, seemingly didn't want to release an alternate cut of a movie that they had kind of moved on from in the universe. And so it's just been messy. And I, and I still say, you know, it's just a non-committal. They said Henry Cavill is out. And then it's like, well, you know, the cape's in the closet. And it was just kind of let on hopes and, and things, but nothing concrete. Even with Zack Snyder's Justice League, again, I think you either, if you're going to release that, you better have a follow-up plans, even if it's whether it's directly Snyder or not Zack Snyder a Justice League to something follow up with those characters to release that while also continuing on with the universe in a different way is just another half measure. It's just, okay, let's just try to appease the fans um, when they should have either released it and then followed up or not released it at all. If they weren't going to follow up on that at all. And I say that as someone who uh, is glad to have that, you know, is glad to have Zack Snyder's Justice League on, physical and digital media and be able to go watch that whenever I want. It's just another sign of the non-committal and the whole multiverse aspect of that continue um, another way that they were non-committal to anything, any iteration of a character, any storyline, anything at all with DC. And I think it's really muddled, muddied the waters and why some of the changes that came down the line were necessary. And as someone who is not a fan of the AT&T era, as I'm calling it right now, I think I was more open than most to the changes when Warner Brothers Discovery took over. Um, again, I don't know if I don't know where what's going to come from that, and I think there's some questions with how they did stuff. But with the DC brand, um, since Warner Brothers Discovery has been there, you know, David Saslov is as CEO and president of Warner Brothers Discovery. Toby Emmerich stepped down as Warner Brothers Picture Group chairman. Walter Amato eventually went out as DC Films president. But they have continually talked about how DC is a major priority and Superman in particular is a major priority. And there's been news articles, there's been official comments all the all the year about how Superman is a priority. And for the first time in years, I believed it. You know, in the past there was executives talking about, oh yeah, we'd we'd love to have a great Superman movie, obviously. Things like that. A lot of non-committal stuff. But <laughs> whatever you think of David Zaslov. He's not afraid to make the hard decisions. And that is something that is need was desperately needed when it comes to DC after the AT&T era of non-committal of not making the hard decisions, trying not to upset any fans, which somehow is a great way to upset all of the fans. Uh, I don't think they realized every fan was just kind of disappointed or worse gets disinterested. Um, which is what, what I came to where I was just disinterested in DC movies in particular of DC as a whole. And so, um, Warner Brothers Discovery has made some hard decisions and I think it was necessary, um, to clean up all of the different factions of DC fans, uh, all of the different, just the way, like I said, Warner Brothers not working with HBO Maxwell and with DC TV, with, um, just sort of individuals throughout just sort of a power struggle, you know, that eventually led to what, whatever happened with black Adam, where it's just individuals 
vying for their own problem, vying for their own thing, uh, going after different segments of DC and nobody having DC's interest or Superman's interest as a priority. So I'm definitely, like I said, have lots of questions about Warner Brothers Discovery as a company, but encouraged by a lot of the changes. Going into July, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League was made available for digital purchase for the first time. There was that weird time where Deadline said Henry Cavill might appear at San Diego Comic-Con to talk about Superman. That did not happen. Uh, Whatever was up with that. In the comic book world, Superman Space Age released, uh, debuted number one, uh, the first issue, I mean. Uh, A series I'm really liking, looking forward to the end of that coming up soon. One of the stronger... You know, as as I'm less interested in the main DC Comics universe, some of these standalone stories, not status quo, but a little bit, you know, giving them a, a little bit more of that traditional Superman's have been really appealing to me. And Superman Space Age is a different kind of comic, but it has a lot of that, and and I enjoyed that. The end of July, DC League of Super Pets released in theaters. So we did we did get to see uh, John Krasinski voicing Clark Kent Superman, Olivia Wilde as Lois Lane, um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, of course, playing Crypto. A pretty fun movie. Uh, I enjoyed the Superman bits early in the film, uh, but a pretty fun, family-friendly movie, animated movie. Didn't crush it at the box office. I would not expect a follow-up, especially. I don't know if I don't know if Dwayne Johnson has any plans to work with DC in the near future. Um, A fun movie, you know, worth worth checking out at least, if not for the first ten minutes uh, of Superman stuff alone. In August. Early August was when we started to realize how Warner Brothers Discovery was serious about making changes and DC being a priority and fixing DC. This is when the Batgirl movie that was already finished in post-production was canceled, written off for taxes, uh, taking the tax benefit for that. And I think that really shook a lot of people and realized changes are coming one way or the other. You know, Warner Brothers Discovery talked about wanting to make DC movies as theatrical events, which I think is smart. Um just business-wise, and they've continued to mention Superman as a key franchise in their investor meeting as a as a standalone franchise, and lots of really cool stuff there. I know it stinks. Uh, Batgirl and the, the Wonder Twin movies that was about to be filmed and some other stuff, uh, I know that's disappointing, but I also, this was the first time I realized, oh, they're, they're actually coming in. I don't know how their decisions will work with, with Warner Brothers Discovery, but they're willing to make hard decisions. They're willing to upset a chunk of fans if it if they think it is better for the DC brand in the long run. And I gained a ton of respect, even though that stinks for anybody looking forward to that film, anybody who worked on that film. I did gain respect for we are going to do what we think is best. I don't know if they'll they'll do what is actually best, but uh, I think there is an attempt to. The status quo is not okay with the with way things are DC. Also in August, uh, Kevin Smith talked about on one of his podcasts, I think it was Hollywood Babylon, that the Strange Adventures anthology series for HBO Max had been canceled, and Smith was writing an episode with Eric Carrasco focused on Bizarro and Jimmy Olsen, and he wanted to get Nicolas Cage as Bizarro. This sounds really fun, but I do get it. Um, They were going to spend a lot of money on that. This kind of seems like a casualty of the streaming wars, but I also think it's probably best to not do something like this until you have these characters in the mainstream. When was the last time Bizarro or Jimmy Olsen in the mainstream? I know Bizarro was briefly on Superman and Lois. 
Jimmy Olsen's been on Supergirl and, and Smallville and stuff, but these are not characters that are in the mainstream. So spending uh, 16 to 20 million, I think, an episode on something like this, as much as I would like to see that, um, probably not a good idea. It's probably a good business decision to not do that. If you, again, if you have something like Marvel's What If, where they do, where you have an established universe and then, oh, look at these different versions, something like that could could work. Something like this, when there's not a, a Bizarro or Jimmy Olsen, I don't know if that would... Uh, September, it was it was announced that Lex Luthor is going to be appearing on Titan Season 4 as Titus Welliver. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, I think I've heard good things about his uh, performance and everything like that, but this was uh, another... I know I was personally disappointed to see another Lex Luthor cast and a non-Superman project, of course, but also... Um, you know, part of the 18 tier era of diluting the brand and just let's throw Lex Luthor onto something and not think about how that fits into, uh, the marketing, the brand of DC as a whole. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm sure it makes great sense for Titans within the universe of Titans for Lex Luthor to show up, but is it good to have however many Lex Luthers we've had in the last few years to the point where a Lex Luthor live action Lex Luthor is cast and, it does not hardly make any headlines, at least in a major way. In my opinion, the greatest villain in comics is cast in live action. And no offense to anyone involved with Titans or, or the actor or anything like that, but it not making a dent shows how much, again, I'm just calling it the AT&T era for lack of a better term, how much they just kind of diluted the DC brand and pumped out characters all over different ways and why I think change was needed. So we know about the big Warner Brothers Discovery merger, but the something similar happened on the on the small screen with the CW. Uh, Next Star's major, majority purchase of the CW was officially completed in October. This again is probably obviously not as big as the Warner Brothers Discovery merger, but for the CW is obviously a much bigger deal. And we don't even it's not clear how much uh, that company has changed. It has changed a lot, and we're not—we're not even sure how much uh, going forward. What this means for Superman beyond season three, um, it looks like the the Arrowverse, the CWverse, is done, and some other shows. But it looks like Nexstar is greatly changing. The CW was never profitable, so I get it—they had to. I don't know how this is going to impact things, but I think this is just important. And when it started in two thousand, started with Smallville season six, the last five seasons of Smallville, um, Super, Superman stuff popping in throughout the. Arrowverse and uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths and Elseworlds crossovers. Uh, I don't know if it's time to write a eulogy for DC on the CW, but um, certainly a possibility. And also starting up in October through the end of the year was the most movement we've had on a Superman movie in, I mean, since Man of Steel came out, frankly, uh, leading up to Black Adam's release in October. There were lots of rumors that, if not outright leaks, speculation, that something with Superman was going to be involved. Going into that, there was a DC movie update from The Hollywood Reporter and one of many articles throughout the year about how what's going on with DC. And that's been a, a constant question mark, what was going on with DC and how that's a problem. But within that, October 17th article, Man of Steel 2 was searching for writers. Charles Roven from Man of Steel 
BBS Justice League was returning to produce uh, with Henry Cavill. Man of Steel 2 with Henry Cavill was searching for writers as of as of then. Um, and the, and the article was about how DC Movies Future is up in the air as the search continues, how it's kind of chaotic. Um, since the merger, uh, they were looking for a head of DC Movies, like their own Kevin Feige, uh, who is the head of Marvel Studios, struggling to get that. So we went from three different leadership groups from the Emir Kamada to the Mike DeLuca and Pam Abdi taking over temporarily in the summer um, while they looked for new leadership. It looked for a while like maybe they would be around for a while if they couldn't find a head of DC. Uh, and they put Man of Steel 2 into at least on that before they finally got boss. Um, in the midst there, Batman and Superman Battle of the Superman Super Sons, the animated movie released, directed video movie i think there was some fun stuff in this uh, early on especially I, it's a lot like super pets so there's a lot of cool clark and lois stuff and it it goes on to be where super pets goes on to be about crypto and his friends this goes on to be about uh john and damien and if you like uh the super sons comics i think you'd like this animated movie i don't think i did a full review on it but there was some fun superman stuff in it if this had come out a few years ago i think i would have liked this a lot more uh, because I did like those Super, Super Sons comics at the time, but I've kind of been less interested in the John Kent character since he was named Superman, uh, took the Superman name. And between this and Superman and Lois, I've kind of had my fill for a while of Clark and Lois as parents, uh, especially when I, I like the story of Clark and Lois as parents when it's about them as parents, when it's just when they're just background, background characters in other people's story. I, I find that a little more... And, and you're just using the Superman and, and Lois name to tell other people's stories, I find that much less interesting. And that's been a theme for a lot of DC stuff in the last couple of years where Superman is popping into different things, but it's not Superman stories. I've, I've had my fill of that for a while. I, I want to get back to some Clark Kent and Lois Lane focus. Um, but October 21st, Black Adam released in theaters worldwide to... Nobody's surprised at the time, uh, even though it didn't look likely even a month or two before, Henry Cavill cameoed as Superman in a credit scene. Looking great, uh, teasing a potential future, all kinds of cool stuff there. Um, now that this looks like the last time we will ever Henry Cavill as Superman, um, I'm glad I got to see it on the big screen. Uh, glad I got to see it. An excited fan reaction uh, of people excited to see Superman there. It's not going to go anywhere, but hey, uh, at least the last time we see Cavill as Superman, we know he's still out there fighting for the never-ending never battle for truth and justice, and he looked great doing it. Um, you know, the last time prior to this, the last time we saw him in theaters was racing the Flash in a credit scene from Justice League in 2016 digitally removed mustache that is very noticeable but following up from that you know the the monday after black adam releases october 24th henry cavill announces his return as superman on instagram he did some press uh leading up to enola holmes hey, he's back as superman didn't get into any specifics didn't get into anything what that actually means has returned as superman uh now we know he had filmed cameos for black adam and the flash it looks like the flash one's going to be cut uh, and there was hopes of a solo Superman movie, but nothing official in the works, no contract or anything like that other than what he got paid for 
the cameos that he filmed. And just a, an epic case of bad timing, as is often the how it goes in the Superman movie landscape. We know it seems like uh, Dwayne Johnson was teasing lots of stuff with Black Adam. He wanted Superman involved, all kinds of potential, all kinds of showdowns. Who knows what was going to happen? Um, but that's just not to be because the very next day after Henry Cavill announced his return, James Gunn and Peter Safran were named the heads of DC Film, TV, and Animation effective November 1st. Uh, and also, this also officially announced a DC Studios. Finally, DC is kind of its own standalone thing, its own division. Uh, it's still part of Warner Brothers, but it's got its own studio there. And that's going to give Gunn and Safran a lot more freedom where they report directly to David Zaslav. And it's also going to be, um, you know, film, TV, animation, video games, it's all kind of be going to be under their, under DC Studios in, in one way. And this is pretty exciting. Uh, there's been, you know, Walter Romano was the president of DC Films, but I don't think he had anywhere close to the amount of power that they had or the experience to lead a studio um, like these two have. Gunn, obviously a writer-director, Peter Safran, an experienced producer, uh, an interesting thing, and this is going to be huge one way or the other. We don't know how it's going to work out, but we do know it will be huge. And the cool thing is that film, TV, animation, video games are all under them, and I think that's long overdue. Uh, I, I talked about this earlier, but the DC has been so splintered between TV trying to do certain things, uh, wanting certain characters, wanting to do certain storylines, movies, wanting to do certain characters, certain storylines, comic books doing another thing, uh, the animated movies doing something else. Uh, it's just been all over the place uh, in terms of developing a brand and just poorly done, poorly executed um, to where DC has largely been uh, forgetting Marvel or, or forget all the other movie franchises or multimedia franchises out there. Uh, DC has been competing against DC and dividing the fan base. Gunn and Saffron have a ton of work ahead of them. Uh, it is not going to be easy. There's finally two people we can turn to, and hopefully they, they hopefully they know what they're doing. But their their best interest is for DC to succeed. Um, whereas I don't want to criticize the Rock or, or specifically or anything like that or, or the Black Adam situation, but it was pretty clear. It's just one example of how Black Adam was trying to get focused on what's best for Dwayne Johnson and not necessarily what's best for DC. And that's just one example of many, you know, individuals trying to get their hands on characters, trying to do what's best for their career. I get it. I don't blame them. But there's been nobody really in charge of DC to say, no, we're going to do what's best for DC. We're not going to do what's best for individuals. There's obviously a balancing act there. They've got, this is uh, a relationship business. They've got to treat people well, but there's finally two people who are being paid for DC to be the best possible brand it can be. And I find that very encouraging and long overdue. Uh, November, we got really exciting news in the comic book world. The Clark Kent Superman dual identity is returning. Um, and this is a big thing for me. Huge thing. I think it's just a core part of the the character to have both identities because there's just so many more stories you can tell that way. I'm glad 
I'm glad it's back. I'm looking forward. And I think that's great. Uh, and then December. Well, we got news of the a Superman 5 film 4K collection. It sounds like it's just going to be the Christopher Reeve films with both cuts of Superman 2. Part of Warner Brothers' 100th anniversary celebration in 2023. Very excited. Uh, hope Superman Returns makes it to 4K also. But very glad to have news, official news, that these are coming. The Superman movies, TV series, you know, the live action animation stuff in the best possible quality. I hope that continues. But December 14th, big day. This is when Henry Cavill announced that he is no longer Superman on Instagram. Uh, Obviously just very sad news, especially after he just finally looked like he was coming back and Man of Steel 2 was being looked at, potential other stuff for him. Uh, And it finally looked like there was actual movement after all those years of uncertainty. But that is, is... no longer the case. And I've said before, as disappointing it is, this is, it is nice to, you know, as, as tough as it is to say bye to Henry Cavill as Superman, I should say, um, it is nice to have clarity because since Justice League has been uncertain, you know, he was out, uh, Hollywood Reporter saying he was out in 2018. And then again, those half measures, non-committal type stuff, where he, statements of, oh, the, the cape's still in the closet, all of this for years and years and years of going back. Uh, it it was it was tough, and it is nice to finally have clarity, one way or the other. And we know Henry Cavill is no longer Superman. Uh, the reason being, there was the decision to reboot. Well, nobody's saying the R word again, but reboot Superman. We don't know who decided this. If this was a requirement for being named head of DC Studios, if you had to reboot and start from scratch, or if James Gunn and Peter Safran decided that was the best way to go, or something else, but we know Henry Cavill is no longer Superman, and James Gunn is writing a Superman movie, a movie we know very little about, but we've seen mention of Clark Kent, of Lois Lane, of a younger Superman, a cub reporter at the Daily Planet, all of those things, and I should say, everything that we've heard from this so far is very exciting to me. Lots of speculation, what does this mean? Is it a full reboot for the DCEU? I have lots of questions, uh, some of which will hopefully be answered in the coming weeks. But I'm very excited. Uh, a, a Superman movie, and this is one we know is going to have Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Uh, and James Gunn is a, a really talented writer-director who has made some two big-budget movies out of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Our characters I had never heard of until a movie was... Uh, and I don't think a lot of people had heard of them until that happened. So, again, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm... Very excited about this. Again, to have clarity being a big part of this and James Gunn being up front. This also goes along with the lines of making a hard decision. It's not easy to say goodbye to Henry Cavill, who has fans. A lot of people who like his Superman or just like Henry Cavill. Easy thing would have been to say, well, <laughs> maybe we'll make one. Maybe we'll we'll pop you in as a guest star elsewhere, which is the, the non-committal stuff that had been going on for years for DC. And this is clarity. Henry Cavill is not going to be Superman. Maybe he'll appear as a different character down the line or uh, a crisis type movie or anything like that. But Henry Cavill is out and James Gunn is writing a Superman movie. And James Gunn, the co-head of DC Studios, has said Superman is a huge priority, if not the biggest priority. And that is really cool. That is really exciting. So not just 
it's not just lip service of David Zaslav, you know, heads of Warner Brothers or anything like that saying, oh, we'd like to have a Superman movie. This is someone, the one person in a position of power, one of two people in the position of power to make a Superman movie a priority. Gunn and Safran are backing it up by, not only that, Gunn is writing the movie. He has the power to make anything DC related and he chose Superman to write. And he's apparently been writing it for a while and probably, possibly even before he was named head of DC Studios. So really cool. Um, don't know how this is going to turn out. Um, certainly lots of questions that we can get into later, but this is exciting. So let's talk about 2023 for Superman. It's a it's a year that ends in three, which is a big thing for Superman because it's the threes or eights that have tons of anniversaries. Uh, it's going to be 85 years since Action Comics number one, the creation of Clark Kent and Lois Lane by Siegel and Schuster all those years ago, the, the official debut of them. Uh, the first Kirk Allen Superman serial, first live action, is going to turn 75. It's going to be 45 years since Superman the movie released in 1978, 40 years since Superman 3, uh, 35 years since the 1988 when Superboy live action series and the Ruby Spears Superman animated series debuted. 30 years since Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. 10 years, 10 years uh, since Man of Steel. So some cool things to celebrate and look forward to. You know, like I said, 4K HD remasters for some of that stuff, but also just cool to uh, hopefully see people celebrate that. Elsewhere, you know, what to look forward to in 2023. Uh, return to maybe a little bit more of the status quo in comics. Uh, not, that, not that every Superman story needs to be the status quo for, uh, I certainly don't believe that, but um, having the dual identity back, maybe Superman back on Earth seems pretty cool in the main comics and, and maybe the comics will settle down a little bit and not have to have a, a multiverse event, a new era shaking changes every six months. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think that'll happen for real, but but there's Superman Space Age to fin finish up. Uh, Superman Lost, 10-issue series. Uh, seems interesting. I want to find out more about that. Hopefully more Superman 78, that comic continuation of the Christopher Reeve, Margot Kidder world. Uh, a second volume of that should be on the way, hopefully in 2023. The My Adventures with Superman animated series uh, has been slated to debut in 2023. We haven't gotten a ton of updates on that in a while, but that should be on, it's supposed to be on Cartoon Network and HBO Max. Well, HBO Max is merging, whatever they're going to call it on the line, but hopefully we get that in 2023. Superman and Lois season three will debut in March. Um, all of the Christopher Reeve Superman movies in 4K. Very excited about that. Hopefully extended cuts make their way to at least Blu-ray. Um, and then, you know, the big movie stuff. We don't know what it's going to be. Is the DCEU ending officially? Is it going to be a hard reboot that I think they, they probably should do for clarity's sake? You know, if you're rebooting Superman, you might as well reboot it all. You, you kind of need to reboot it all if you want to get the, the benefits of having a fresh start with the audience. Um, but sounds like we're probably not going to see one last cavil appearance as Superman, which I understand, but uh, I, I forgot about this, but there's, there's going to be the return of Michael Shannon as Zod and Angie Trow as Feora in the Flash movie. Um, I, I don't know if I'm excited about that or not yet. I, I, if the Flash movie is what I hope to be a celebration of DC's, then that could be really cool to have them show up. Uh, Superman fans in particular have had a, a real weird go of it with the Flash movie as it 
largely looked like the character was going to be erased or written out of the timeline or erased, replaced, whatever, some combination of the above. And so it's been a movie a lot of us have been dreading. But if it if it is a celebration of the DCEU's history or the DC movie history and sort of a wrapping up of, of those versions of the characters, that could be neat. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be until it comes out, I guess, but that's interesting. But the, you know, probably the biggest thing to look forward to is actual Superman movie news. That's really exciting. Uh, <laughs> I have been encouraged by seeing the same sort of tired, old, boring debates about the next Superman movie pop up online in, in different places because that means people care and people are excited. Um, even though if some are disappointed about Cavill or, or Snyder or Amy Adams or anything like that, people care about Superman and, uh, and that is that is great. That is what any movie franchise is people do care enough to argue about fine details of the costume. And some of that stuff I do still find frustrating uh, that with the multiverse, with different, so many different iterations simultaneously of Superman, um, it, it, Superman sort of loses his identity uh, by not by not being clear what the character is. But some of the stuff I am legitimately happy to see. All these weird, how's the cape going to be at Doom? And, and all of these weird things, I'm very excited because people care and people are, are interested. And that is that is what anybody means. Uh, Superman lives on in. We don't know how quickly things are going to move on this Superman movie. Don't know how busy, if James Gunn decides to direct, how busy he's going to be with DC Studios to make that happen or other projects. But there is a chance that by the end of 2023, it has started filming. Uh, if not that, maybe some casting or some concrete news of what's going on with that. And I wouldn't be surprised, especially if they're, uh, I think, you know, relatively soon we should have a release date and or director for a Superman movie, which is wild. Uh, we haven't had either of those things since Man of Steel came out. That's really cool. And I'm I'm looking forward to that. Looking back uh, on the most memorable moment, I think it's going to be a lot. Uh, I think about the general merger chaos and uncertainty. And then the huge end of the year Superman movie movement from looking like Cavill is back to this new reboot. Um, I was like looking at the end of the year, is Superman in a better spot? And we can debate about the actual content we got in terms of comics, TV, movies, if Superman's in a better spot. But I think with Superman is actually in a better spot going forward. Or I'll say I'm at least more optimistic that Superman is, is in a better spot going forward at the end of this year than he was at the beginning. And for that, I'm really excited. It's been a while since you could definitively say that one way or another. I would say maybe 2017, even even 2017, there was uncertainty going into 2018 and after Justice League, what was going on. So maybe going into 2017, it looked like there might be another Superman movie with Cavill and there, there might be, you know, Justice League was on its way and comics were, you know, people were liking the Rebirth era. 2017 was a pretty good, or 2016, the end of 2016, it was pretty encouraging. But uh, since BVS, you know, maybe you could say since 2015, or, you know, some of you it might be back to, to 2013 before Man of Steel came out, uh, either way. But I think this is the most exciting year, you know, most encouraging year to, to look for for Superman in a while. Maybe not what we get on screen in 2023, but the potential for what it's going to lie. And 
I'm happy for to have some semblance of clarity. Hope more comes for what's going on with Superman in the future. But there's also the looking back at what we talked about in 2022. It has been a lot of off-screen uh, business, off-panel business-related stuff. You know, who's who's our who's what executives are making decisions? What what is the company doing? What is this? What is that? And I love the business stuff, but I want to actually be able to analyze on-screen Superman stuff for the movies we get, for the comics we get, uh, and look at that. And going forward, I think 2023, I think it will finally start to turn the page. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm an optimistic Superman fan. But I think we'll finally turn the page on some to some degree of the off-screen stuff and be able to actually analyze and look forward to on-screen stuff. Maybe not, again, maybe the Superman movie doesn't start filming yet in 2023, uh, but maybe casting, maybe a, a costume reveal or any kind of that, stuff like that. It's been really refreshing uh, since the, the Superman movie news came out. And I have gone back and watched all the movies that um, James Gunn has directed. And I'll look, look into that. Sure. But it's nice to actually look and see. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. What could, let's, we have something to look forward to. Like maybe there is something with Superman, you know, what is, what is James Gunn's Superman going to look like? What is this new universe going to look like? What is, uh, what is Clark Kent's role going to be? What is Lois Lane's going to be? What is, you know, what about Perry White? What about the Daily Planet? All of this stuff. We can actually, you know, the tone, the, all of this. Um, and probably for Superman stuff, since at least March of 2016, it has been behind the scenes, off screen stuff. From from the reception to Batman v Superman to the the changes there to the ultimate cut being released to Justice League filming and what's going on you know what are we changing you know rewrites on on set all of this uh, to to Zack Snyder departing to Joss Whedon to uh, AT and T merger to Henry Cavill being out to Cape in the Closet to um, Zack Snyder's Justice League to to maybe Cavill cameos maybe this maybe that. Um, Maybe a reboot, maybe a J.J. Abrams, whatever. Maybe, who knows? Um, there's going to actually be on-screen stuff to talk about. There's actually a, a Superman movie. Don't know how it's going to turn out. You know, <laughs> it might not. Be, it might not be good. I don't. It might be terrible. It might 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 be a good movie, but it might might be not true to the parts of Superman mythology you love the most, or anything in between. But it would be nice to actually have a Superman movie and to be actually able to analyze the on-screen content for what it is and not just be this endless chaos of, of the years, you know, the past decade of what's going on, you know, when's the next Superman movie? When's what, what executive, what mood is this executive in today to, um, when it comes to Superman, who knows who and, and, and people relations and and all of this stuff. Uh, I'm, Maybe I'm naive, but I'm looking forward to putting this in the past and looking forward to on-screen stuff. What is James Gunn going to share? What, what comics is he going to be using as inspiration? Uh, I'm sure it'll be an original story, but what comics are, is he going to be looking? Uh, what what artists does he like? What storylines does he like? All of this stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's exciting, uh, and, and I'm definitely looking forward to it. And like I said, I'm more encouraged, more excited about 2023 than I have been for Superman going into a year in a long time. So. Let's hope uh, 2023 is a fun run and going forward. So thanks for listening, and I'll be back soon.